where in this rule book of life does it say that if you're sharing DNA, you have to love them and support them? No, 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 that don't even get me started on forced affection. too we haven't done it in forever <laughs> uh, we are the boring girl we are boring yeah. speaking of boring so everybody knows i've been obsessed with this ynw melly trial are you saying it's getting not boring is there well, some tea to give so the trial's over the jury went, the jury went into deliberation okay they, they deliberated for like two days and this was when they were supposed to decide if he if he was, was guilty, guilty or not and then if depending on yes or no then they would decide whether it was going to be life in prison or death penalty right based on the evidence the group of i don't know how many jurors there are because i'm not a good american i think like eight or twelve or something mm-hmm. eight maybe i don't know they could not agree on a yes or no so the judge declared a mistrial so the state has however long to decide if they want to retry him or just give up and let him go and he is still currently in jail could you imagine being in jail for four years or however long he's been in jail just for them to be like we give up uh we don't know we can't figure it out can we redo it or just being like we don't want to take the time to redo it we're just gonna say fuck it and let you go you spent five in here right you five You've years in, in here jail for, the LOLs. for five years for nothing and i don't I know so i don't know how long the state can decide did we know like what it was was it like four and four or no they, they don't you? tell you i wonder if everyone was like not guilty and there was one person that was like he's a rapper i mean i don't he has to be the worst person on the planet i just i don't know so you can only a hung jury you can only retry twice but i don't know i can't find like what the time limit is like how long like they have they to decide have to decide to retry the case or not but regardless he doesn't have bond he wasn't granted a bond so he has to stay in prison until, until they decide whether they're going to retry or not that's so shitty which i think this week his attorneys were trying to get the judge to give him a bond so he could be out on house arrest but like could you imagine just sitting there not knowing like i don't know if they're gonna retry i'm just don't know what's happening well yeah because at this point there's literally no case against him right they've the case they is have closed. A- there's nothing. He's in jail for fun right now. Right. Yeah. Crazy, right? Could you imagine just sitting It's kind of bizarre. Room? No, I could not imagine that. I feel like when he gets out, because he will, I feel like he's about to go so hard, though. Oh, I was thinking that when they went into deliberation. I was like, there's no way they're going to find him guilty. Like, this evidence just doesn't make sense altogether. And I go, this is about to be a fire album when he gets out. I was just about to say, he's for sure going to go hard when he comes out. When he gets yeah, out. I can't wait. Um, Did they start the trial for the other guy uh no not yet oh, interesting yeah. do you think if they retry they the verdict might be different well it'll be a new set of jurors well and all the evidence will be proposed at once right well it'll be the same thing it'll be like a three-week trial right but you know how this time how like they were they were trying to introduce new evidence well, right. that's the improperly thing, yeah so that's the thing is that it gives them more time to don't come at me it gives them more time to create evidence yeah (laughs) so you know that's the only thing is it's like okay how much more evidence can you find in a case from five years ago like out of the blue right like everything you have is all circumstantial there is no physical evidence that he was there and that he did this so five years later you're gonna find physical evidence somewhere like it just doesn't but yeah it's very unlikely right so i don't know we'll see what happens i'll keep you excuse me i'll keep you guys updated yeah (laughs) i love that we're in this now i listen i've been literally watching this every day so that's crazy when they went into deliberation i was like well shit what do i do like it's still live streaming but like nothing's happening because they're just waiting for the jury to figure shit out right Mm -hmm. so they're just all hanging out in the courthouse and i'm like well this is boring you're also just hanging out in the courthouse right so then when they read when they when they when i got notification that there was a verdict i was like oh my god what's happening and then mistrial and i was like oh okay so i'm over here like so now what do i do (laughs) is there any other pop in no but i did start um den of vipers Mm, i was just about to ask you about that literally like five seconds i started it today how far did we get um 
past chapter one? No, I'm like deep in. Oh. I listen to it all day at work. Oh shit! And they're like swimwear. So where am I? This so to touch on this I'm whole, on chap- I'm on chapter seventeen. Oh shit! Okay, how is it so far? Honestly, a little predictable. Really? I yeah. loved it. I don't know <clears throat> if it's. I mean, it's not. It's a good book, but like I feel like as I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh, this is gonna happen. And then sure enough, the next chapter it happens, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna happen, and it happens. I don't want to spoil like, oh. it because I want everyone else to listen to it. I don't know. I guess I had. The first one, the book before that I read, um, That Sick Love, was for sure not predictable at all. Like, every chapter had something that I was like, what? Where yeah. are we, bro? Like, what is happening right now? But Den of Vipers, there was definitely, like, moments where I'd be, like, listening to it. And it would be, like, filler, kind of, where I wasn't, like, <gasps> at every yeah. moment. But, so I guess you could, one would call that predictable, almost. But I do like it. I like how it's, like, laid out. I don't know yeah. how you're listening to it, but when I was listening to it, it would like you well, know go so through that's like the, the different thing characters with um Audible is that yes, each character has its own voice, mm-hmm. and I didn't, I guess I didn't realize that this is like a UK author, mm-hmm. so they all have accents, mm-hmm. which I, I caught me off guard for a second. So I was like, what? Because one of the um person one of the people reading has a very thick accent and i'm like am i gonna be able to listen to this that's i didn't listen to it through audible but when i did my free trial i had just finished it so i was like oh i wonder what it sounds like because obviously i finished the book and i have my own voices in my own head right making up the characters but when i listened to it i was like oh my god what is this shit and it was prior to me knowing that audible did specific people to every single novel Uh i didn't know that until that experience and i was like oh shit okay yeah it like really plays it out for you yeah it's so interesting because i almost like being able to make up the characters myself because when i like finish the book and then listen to the audible audible version Uh night and day two different changes everything i was like this is a whole different story these are not the characters that were just right So that's like me reading or listening to it with these voices. I'm trying to picture it as a movie. Okay. So when they're describing the characters, I'm like thinking about what actors would play them. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So then I'm like listening to it and I'm like, a little bit odd. This combination of people that I have in my head. Oh, like in your head? Yeah. See, I'm the opposite. I like to put like my like twist and like fascination on the characters so when they fill in too much information for me it's hard for me to like get into it because it's not like a character or a voice or a Mm -hmm. perspective that I'm attracted to you know right versus like when I was listening to it Alexa read it to me Uh uh-huh and it was just one voice consistently in a different tone voice kind of but the same so like Obviously, they do, like, the backstory on the characters and give you, like, mm-hmm. a description of what they look like. But they do it once, and then the rest is, like, free range, you know? Like, you just do yeah. whatever you want with it in your head. That's what I like to do, because then I'm like, you said this, but now I'm picturing this person that I just made beautifully. You right. Know? That's what I love. That's why I'm afraid to get an audible. <laughs> See, I don't know. I guess because most of the books I listen to are a lot more suspenseful-type books, like thriller, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess that's why this feels a little bit more predictable to me. I mean, I mean, I could see that, especially if you have that vision, like that you look for that in books. Right. Like I don't want to continuously looking for it. Right. I don't want to know what's going to happen next. Yeah. And I'm like listening to this, like um, the garage (laughs) part, the car when she got out of the apartment. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's predictable. I was she like, was okay, right. And on. then... Is that where you're at? No, no, no. I am where she um played Flip Cup to be free or not. Oh, yeah. That's where I ended today, and I was like, obviously she's not going to fucking win. Obviously things are going down right now, right? Like, so, after we had this whole conversation about why I don't like the ones that feel like a movie... It's because it's the type of movie. Remember, I was like, I don't like the books that are, like, based off a movie or that, like, correlate with, like, movie-type things. Uh-huh. I would say, I was thinking about this after we had the conversation. I don't like, like, soft, what people could typically say are, like, chick flicks or, like, 
right the like titanic the rom-coms or yeah. yeah yeah like those are the ones that i can't vibe with so i don't think it's necessarily i think maybe like movie is maybe a bad like description for it but i think it's definitely just like the loving like romeo juliet but they don't die stories <laughs> i mean this book could be like the darker scarier version mm-hmm. of um that other book what is it you have them all they turn oh them 50 into... shades of gray yes oh i mean like that's i feel literally... like this, this is like the darker version i feel like 50 shades of gray is a shitty but a very welcoming like taste in like a starter like a dark <laughs> romance yeah like it was done really shitty like a lot of things aren't accurate to how like the real world is mm-hmm. you know like there was like a lot of controversy around it obviously but right she, she did it just dark enough to not be your typical like romance right like, the, like ha- the housewives were like <gasps> yeah my pearls yeah, while yeah. i read this book yeah yeah so yeah. when i was younger i definitely was like what's this shit i never heard that before and then obviously we're a little bit deeper now but (laughs) that's like those are children's books compared to what i'm reading now i was like those were like (laughs) pg and now we're like unrated you know what i'm saying this is like the x-rated books yeah yeah it's kind of like saw but if you put porn in it i mean sure close closer Oh shit! I love Anyways, it. I still have like sixteen hours left. I love it. It's so, so good. And if you do it. like it, that sick love is also great. Okay. That was like my the one right before that. Now I'm on sacrifice. Well, let me know when you're ready for like a more of a suspenseful story. Let me know. Does it have sex in it? I mean, like a little bit, but not like that's not what it. <laughs> you're like no shine. It's not boring. <laughs> says, I think you have a problem. Oh goodness. Okay. <laughs> anyway, other than that, how are you? <laughs> I'm great ish. My boss at work decided that I need to take a certification that I'm ready to take one of my certification tests. Oh, love this. Good job. I mean, I'm nervous. Yeah, but it does just it's... because you're nervous doesn't mean you won't pass. Well, it's like an eight hour test, but I have two weeks to do it. You do like an hour at a time. So that's what one of the one of my coworkers was like. I would break it up into like one to two hours a day. Yeah, your brain literally cannot hold that much. Right, that's but ridiculous. out of the like six or seven people that have taken this test, mm-hmm. who have all worked in the industry years longer than me, only four of them have passed. Is one that of them what's did, making you nervous? A little bit. I mean, if it's a fifty-fifty chance, who has been doing? this job for 15 years he took the test last year and failed it i mean you could be great at the job but if you can't read a description about the said job yeah and well like, see translate it to understand what they are meaning and i guess that that's the problem. the problem is that a lot of the questions are situational not mm-hmm. like a basic standard they're yeah. more if this happens x y and z how do you proceed do yeah. you follow x y and z or jk p like you know whatever yeah so i don't know i mean yeah i feel like if you break it, it up and you just like thoroughly read what you're and like comprehend oh, yeah. and like take so, your time like, i feel like it'll be fine minus the downtime i had today all of my downtime at work has just been like reading spec just non-stop for this test all no, no, your actual steps. job yeah, yeah. But, like, it's a lot of information and it's a lot of boring information. I don't think it, it's probably not even based off the information. It's probably just knowing how to read well, said yeah, information. Like I said, 99% of it from the texts that have told me about it, it's all, all the questions are like situational. Mm-hmm. It's not like, what is the standard? It's how would you apply the standard to the situation? Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like it'll be fine. We'll see. You got this. But, good luck. But it'll look really good on a resume. It will. So, you know. That it will. Um, What's happening over there in Cheyenne land? Everything but nothing all at the same goddamn time. Those are my favorite. <laughs> because I'm so sick and tired of it, bitch. I swear. So, obviously, new mom here. If you're new here, hello. Um, <laughs> but on my TikTok... It is definitely 50% mom, 50% actually psychopath. 
but the 50% that is mom, <laughs> the 50% that's mom is so like split. Like it's 50% being a mom is fucking hard. Uh-huh. And the other 50% is like, I'm a stay at home mom and this is what I cooked for my toddler for lunch, you know? Right. And but it's like the a five same, course meal. Yeah. And the, the quality of moms is the same, right? They all look like very put together, probably set up because of fucking TikTok. But it's so, like, picturesque and video-esque. And let me tell you, bitch, literally 10 minutes before we started recording was the first time I texted anybody back all day long. My day has been so busy. Literally from the second I woke up all the way until I texted you, I'm researching. Can you do me a favor? Can you stay off TikTok for one day and stop comparing your life to internet lives? No, that's what makes me so mad is, like, I'm doing it exhausted no I don't I want to say compare but I just look at it and I'm just like mad I'm like this might be the one video that you don't mention that you're fucking dying inside but bitch I'm dying inside. stop watching those <laughs> ones but they're so good they'd be having so many good snacks I can make myself okay but watch those when you're in a good place oh gosh uh you're setting yourself I... up for failure I know, but I think it's just like today. You're like the girl who, like, doesn't think she's pretty and only follows IG models. <laughs> okay, it's not that bad. It's not like... that bad. <laughs> no, I just see these moms that are like, get the, the luxury, because it is a luxury. You can try to come after me for this. But the luxury of having their job be just a stay-at-home mom. And that is, of course, stressful by all means. Like, that right. is a full-time fucking job. The options are just more broad when you're a stay-at-home mom versus like me obviously I work throughout the day like right I only get a handful of hours with my son in a whole day so I can't do all these like extravagant ass things with him you know and I'm just like y'all glorify the fuck out of this okay but listen is your son happy oh of course okay I don't question my motherhood okay it's be make me mad because I'm like y'all bitches acting like you're not tired but you are because I am it that means you are and you're lying (laughs) right or they're the stay-at-home moms who also have a maid come in once a week to do all the laundry and the deep cleaning and they probably do hella fresh four nights a week and they're actually cooking twice i aspire to have that level of comfort listen that's the life we all want it's not the life we get honestly i will get it it's just not today but i will the second i can pay somebody to come clean my house and do my laundry Love um, it. I know I know a few people that have cleaning businesses. I'm sure they would give you a discount. I love it. I'm here for even it. if it was just once a month. You know what I mean? Yeah, actually. Yeah, if I had a house, I would for sure consider right. have somebody come like time that shampoo I spend. your carpets and like clean your walls and shit. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I'm not over here taking a toothbrush to my fucking floorboards. Like what? No, no. thanks. No. But anyway, Listen. yeah, I'm just tired of fucking seeing all these moms just happy and go lucky all the time i'm like babes you're tired i'm happy you put on a face and i'm glad this feels makes you feel put together because it does for me too but i know you're fucking tired i mean they are and you know that they clean their house or at least that one small section of their (laughs) house and they probably don't even have pants on and i I think about that every time and you know their kid just woke up from their nap so they're like you know still half dead it's not real I know. I think of that every time. We're like the the background of them. I'm like, you know, that's some random ass corner in a room that this shouldn't be in. Right. Just so they could record TikTok videos. Yes. It's all a lie. It's an illusion. Like they literally take everything from that corner and put it on the kitchen table so that <laughs> they can be in the kitchen. And then when they're like, okay, now I have to do the video at the table. Let me move all of this stuff to the kitchen counter. Ugh, goodness, I know. I know. Stop glamorizing things that aren't real. I Makes feel like I'm... Average people feel like garbage. I know. I was like, I feel like I'm the quite opposite. I'm over here literally on a podcast saying, I'm tired as fuck because that's the fucking reality of it. <laughs> and it's Thursday. I, mean, I locate to the real and nap every day after work. So, <laughs> that. All right, y'all. Are you right? Are we what? Are we ready? Yeah, I don't know. Stop. (laughs) Okay, I gotta stop. I can't talk anymore. Disclaimer: Everything we're about to say, most of it, I'm gonna say most, is or can be good in moderation. Yes, in moderation. But 
99% of people don't use it in moderation. No, so no, no. these are things that are glorified but are actually fucking toxic. Yeah, things that people call a lifestyle that should not be a lifestyle. And we just go start off just with that. The lifestyle of grinding 110 million percent of the time. Right, you like have being, to have a life. Being the workaholic. Yeah, like that I'm being your personality. Working. Yeah, that's too much. I get it. Money motivates you. Everyone should strive to have money, to be more comfortable, to do better, to create generational wealth. We get it. We understand, right? Mm-hmm. Typically, everybody wants that, regardless of how much they're physically working towards that. Doesn't matter. Everybody wants that, right? So if you're okay. out here and that's your only personality, that's the only thing you like on this planet is just grinding, you neglect your loved ones because of that, shut the fuck up. Toxic. That means you have no personality. Right. Toxic. Like, if you literally work, like, 100 hours a week, how are you, how is your heart still beating? Because I know you're not healthy. You can't tell me you're eating balanced meals working 100 hours a week. Exactly my point. Like, there is no work-life balance in grinding till you're dead. Like, Like physically, you're dying. Mentally, you're dying, regardless of what you think you look like on the outside. Yeah. No, no, no. Not here for that. Not here for that. Listen, I feel like you and I work too much. I also feel that way. And we're not even out here, like, working from 3 a.m. to 2 a.m., you know. Right. Like, we're, like Right. No. No, no, no. And I would say we work as much as we work, and we're not money-motivated people. Obviously, we want all these things, right. but we're not our, – our worth as humans is not debated off of how much money we're making. Right. Like, the number in my bank account – doesn't affect me throughout right the and week. like what tara brings the world no absolutely not no Mm-mm. and that's just it that's why i get so mad when people say like this is the only way you just got to grind for your shit yes you do to a certain point if that's your personality if you're if you're weighing your worth as a human on, on as an entity on this planet on how many hours you put into whatever it is you there's mm-hmm. internal issues my guy Right, like, what are go you hiding? Therapist. What are you running right. away from? Yeah, yeah, go see a therapist, talk, talk about it, slide in our DMs, we can all talk about it. Right, so going <laughs> off of that, that, like, same concept, but, like, the work hard, play hard mentality, so you grind for six days and then you party for 24 hours just and to then go it gives back? You, how are you, how are you alive? How do you have a pulse? And it gives you an excuse to do, like, every drug under the sun, like, right. do the worst of the worst things. Yeah. I hate that. Oh, gosh. I feel like I see that a lot, and I hate that I'm attracted to it, but (laughs) because it's not, I I know I'm the problem. This is what I'm saying. It's because I'm attracted to it, and I know it's an issue, is the fucking, like, the rapper lifestyle Uh of work hard, play hard, mass amounts of money, mass amount of drugs, and all of the toxic things that go with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we understand. It is very glamorized. And the people doing it just happen to be good at what they're doing. Whether it's their looks to you or their vocals or whatever it is that you're attracted mm-hmm. to that, the money, whatever it is, it does not make it good, right? No, because I feel like the work hard, play hard mm-hmm. goes hand in hand with the live fast, die young. The running away from the real props. Right. Like, it's the same thing. Like, you're going to burn out when you're 26. Yeah. And then you're going to be a washed-up rapper by 30 that nobody wants to talk to. Because you did too much. Yeah, the rapper industry, I would say, like, specifically rap music, it does not age well. No. Like, it goes in and out constantly. Like, new rap styles, new artists, like oftentimes it'll have like a one hit wonder, especially now you'll have a one hit oh, wonder yeah. that hits TikTok. Mm-hmm. You'll get that feeling or like taste of being like rich, you know, and then and like worth something and that you're doing a great thing. But then the second your next song or your next next hit doesn't hit TikTok, you're who the fuck are you? You know? Right. Yeah. It's like but that like, instant it's like instant fame or too fast, too soon, too much, too fast. I feel like, yeah, all of this is tied together because having a viral video is also something that's glamorized. Yeah. 
they were like, oh, I'm trying to get my video to go viral. I'd be like, okay, you had one good take. But now but what? none of them, right, now you're known for that one thing. Let's just hope it's a good right. thing. And even if that one thing brings you endorsements, you now, turning something that you had fun with is now a job. Right. And if you're not doing it to a standard that these people set, you're not getting paid. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like don't bite off more than you can chew. Did you ever watch the Demilio show? No. Oh. I know you did, though. I did. You should watch Go it. Go on. Because, like, I don't know who these girls are. Charlie D'Amelio, and I don't know what the other one's name is. I don't either, but I've seen. I know them. What about it? Well, they got famous too fast. I mean, yeah, because they're, like, like, music artists and shit. It, like, changed their entire lives. I mean, they lived in, like, this cute little apartment in, like, I don't know, Jersey or Connecticut or something. Now they live in this multi-million dollar home in L.A. They barely see their, like, real friends, and they literally work 24-7. I mean... It's photo shoots. It's advertisements. It's videos with this certain product in it. It's mm -hmm. crazy. And, like, they're literally, like, crying because they're like, I don't want this life. like how you're just so consumed by it yeah but that's what that's the part that's i would say like not shown but like glamorized like being busy with things that at hindsight are easy but just because you're a model i feel like that is goes hand in hand is like just because you're a model and you pose for work versus putting up fucking drywall right. it does not mean that the work is easier right it does not mean Especially the blue collar worker is working harder that is not true no because if you're going to auditions every day mm-hmm. back and forth from building to building to company to company running around trying not to miss shit and still have to look like a million dollars and still have to like be confident and still have to like try to book shit well and then i was just about to say and then having the rest of the world just waiting for your one misstep right to then like ruin your whole fucking career listen if you and i get famous Mm -hmm. when we get famous we when we get famous we need to hire somebody to scrub our entire life and get rid of every embarrassing thing that we have ever done because we are going to get canceled fast And at this very moment, you're witnessing our disclaimer that we have not been perfect in everything up to this point we apologize for. And we will not been pieces of shit. And we will continue to be pieces of shit at some point. Like we are not. We're learning. We're learning. We're not perfect and we're not going to pretend to be. We are who we are. All we can do is be open to have a constructive criticism. That's all. But not that much because I'm sensitive. She'll cry, but I'll hold it down. Don't you worry. I'll cry later. (laughs) Just tell me I'm pretty. (laughs) Oh, shit. Going on. that tell me i'm pretty toxic positive the people that never have bad days every every, you know inconvenience is a learning opportunity no bitch i'm upset (laughs) no bitch Let me be mad. Oh, shit. Um, I hate that. I hate it. Yeah, there's definitely a line where you start to deny what's actually happening and reject living in the moment so you don't have to deal with it. There is a TikTok. Okay. This girl, she posts once a day. And it's literally turning my inconvenience into a positive moment. And then she tells her story about the small inconvenience and how she chose to look at it from a positive light. Okay, that's good, though. Fine. But if something happens and I want to be negative about it, let me be fucking negative about it, okay? No, you definitely have that right. You definitely can be. But the videos that are positive, that are showing you how it's those people aren't talking to you necessarily, but they're talking to people that only see negative things, that are on the opposite side of the spectrum. Listen, there's polys and there's glass half empty. There's half empty and half full. And there's Nancy. Positive polys and negative Nancy's. Negative Nancy is glass half empty. Positive polys, glass half full. The positive polys are going to get punched in the face by the negative Nancy. But with more positive polys, there's less negative Nancy's or Hmm, people that are steering towards negative Nancy's. I don't know. Because I'm definitely a glass I mean, half listen, full type of person there is like where you're like man today sucked but at least i have a house and i have a job and i have a car fine uh-huh. but if you're this person that was like man today was really awful but instead of saying awful i'm gonna say it was inconvenient and instead of inconvenient i'm gonna say it was a learning opportunity and in that learning opportunity blah blah no just say your day sucked and <laughs> move on <laughs> See, I feel like in that moment, you should say, I'm having a really shitty day. So I'm going to sit in this shitty day, but I'm going to make it better. I'm going to go, 
buy me a coffee. I'm going to go to, I'm going to go have a nice bath. So to make my day better, I'm going to, I don't know, I'm going to book a massage this weekend so that because I deserve it. You know what I'm saying? I think treating yourself for going through whatever or dealing with whatever is a hundred percent should be every single time when you have a bad day, treat yourself. Of course. And see, that's, that's one thing too, is it, especially with my work, I take my work very personal. mm Mm-hmm which is my own issue. So when I have a bad day at work, I bring it home and it just ruins everything for me. Right. See, that is the opposite. But (laughs) I am getting better at leaving work at work. Like I had a really awful day yesterday. Mm -hmm. I came home, forgot all about it. Good. That's great. I love that. And that, see, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I think the bad day should be left where the bad day is. I don't believe that the bad should be fake good, but I don't believe Mm -hmm. the bad should tarnish your entire week. Right. Because you had well, one even, bad take. Right. And vice versa. I had a really awful week last week. Mm-hmm. But I did not take that to work. When I was at work, I mm-hmm. was at work. Right. You were just like positive and just like, going yeah. through the day. I came home and cried myself to sleep. But that's because I was at home and it was at home problems, not at work. <laughs> so that is <laughs> something that I am like actively working on as far as my negative Nancy lifestyle goes. Like um, living in the moment, but then going into the like, next moment without it. Right. Like not like leaving the baggage the baggage claim because it's not actually mine even though it's pretty you know yeah like if i'm standing at the carousel and there's a really cute bag and nobody else is around i don't need to pick it up i have my own baggage yes i i agree with that but i definitely i because as much as i hate positive ones i definitely hate negative ones the ones that'll suck the energy out of the fucking room i mean yeah there's definitely like, like a spectrum like you you be making it hard to deal with you like not you but like when people do that yeah you know it definitely makes the environment a little hard to deal with like yes we know especially if you're dealing with something that's shitty with that person like i'm here too i see it like i see that it's fucking shitty right let's not make it worse right you don't need to keep telling me that it's shitty you're over here pouring gasoline on that bitch like no the fire is fine it's lit it's burning (laughs) but i mean even down to like if i make coffee and i spill it i'm gonna be upset right i'm not gonna say well you know what it's okay because i'm gonna make a better one the second time or i'm gonna be pissed off at I'm making a second one. In that moment, all you need to think about is what made you to the point to put it on the edge or be moving too fast or what brought you that point so you don't spill your fucking coffee again. Probably because I was late. (laughs) Uh, Something that's glorified but is actually toxic going off of this is I feel like everything bleeds into each other. I mean, it is toxic relationships being glorified. Move your hand. Toxic relationships being glorified. Oh, for sure. Huge. Like the power dynamic arguments like the people that are like oh but when it's good it's so good but when it's bad it's really bad oh that's (laughs) called abuse yeah or like um like he hurts me but like we fucking make up right or like he cheats on me but he pays my rent listen i'm not opposed to that one just throwing that out there you're like it's basically an open relationship at that point which again if you're paying my rent we can work something out she's like i'm willing to bargain but it's the ones not willing to bargain that are like oh it's fine right like i'll just change my whole personality to match his fine it's fine i hate that shit though yeah like toxic relationships even in it's always like the bad guy that's the thing that like therefore glamorized i suppose it's always like the bad boys like the edgy guy the violent one Mm -hmm. the one filled with chaos you know Mm -hmm. it's always those ones that are personally attacked not saying the ones with felonies typically i'm not (laughs) doing that uh, no more i'm going for the nfl players instead yo i hope we truly take this turn but those are the ones that are glorified like oh i'm gonna be that one girl that could so i'm gonna change quote unquote yeah Yeah, like that i can strip away all this trauma and teach them how to communicate and not beat women like Man, no. That savior no. mentality. I'm gonna fix yeah. him. But yeah. when we were together, he was homeless and on drugs. But I saved him. Yeah, I don't like it. No, no. I don't. I don't like the ride or die mentality. It. Right. Fine in friendship most mm-hmm. of the time. Right. Unless, There's a limit to that. Unless your friend over here wants to go in a hot air balloon and some shit, or a submarine, or if I start randomly, going, we're not going right. to submarines. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but like that ride or die is great in a positive way. But if there's somebody holding you down and you're trying mm-hmm. to drag them to mm-hmm. whatever you're, you're trying to get to, no, no, let mm-hmm. that bitch go. Yeah. Cut, a hard moment. Fine. 
a hard life not fine you know what i'm saying yeah like we all go through shit but like if this person is abusing you in one way or the other doing drugs that you're not okay with or just living a completely different lifestyle why are you even, holding on to that even, even if they have friends that you were like this person is not a good person why are you friends because that goes against that other person's character like if their friends yeah. are awful they're probably awful too awful. you just don't see it <laughs> No, I agree with that 100%. 100%. Like they don't and just I have feel... two shitty friends. They're the shitty friend to their friend's girlfriends. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah, that shit is glorified to the max. Same with oh, friendships oh, being like, because we... <sighs> With friendships, the toxic thing that's glorified with friendships specifically is if you meet them at an early age, you have to stay oh, friends with them friends? throughout the rest of your life. Yeah, like, I, I met like him that. in elementary school, right. even though our political views are completely fucking opposite, and this person beats women. You know what? I met him in first grade, so, right. like, we're but still we homie. Yeah. Shut the f- No, no. no. You just told me that everything that that person does is perfectly fine. And you support that. Right. Do you? Like, you can have different, you know, views on certain things. Mm -hmm. But there are certain, like, fundamental moral things. That, like, that is you as a human. It is so different. You're like, yeah, but I've known him forever. That doesn't make what he's saying and doing okay. And if you're okay with what he's doing, even though you go, well, it's not really my thing. But it's You're co-signing it by being his friend. Yeah. Definitely an encourager at that point. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, like cut that bitch off again. You are not meant to be friends with people just because you've known them for a long time. Right. Like if That's you're a friends, friends with it's like a hardcore racist, and you're like, yeah, but I'm not racist. Right. But you're encouraging you're that. friends with that person. You're support. You're supporting that person. Yeah. You're so definitely you're encouraging supporting that. his actions yeah. or her actions or their like. Yeah, for sure, fueling the fire again. Yeah. Again, enabler, an enabler. That's the word. Right. Yeah, not here for that. No. God. I feel like the same thing with family. Oh. Now I'm just like thinking about it. I feel just like... because you're related to them does not mean you have to put up with it. No, no, no. So I was watching The Housewives of New Jersey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Teresa, I don't really like her anymore. But her, because I don't know, you used to watch Housewives. They have their little yeah. taglines at the beginning of the yeah, shows, yeah. like their seasons or whatever. Their slogans. Her, yeah, her tagline for this year was, blood is thicker than water, but it's harder to clean when it spills. Say it again. Blood is thicker than water, but it's harder to clean when it spills. Okay. Interesting. Do you understand? Wha- I mean, I do, but like, why is that? Well, I'm trying to, re- I'm trying to relate her, that to Real Housewives. She's having issues with her brother and her sister-in-law to the point where, like, she feels like that they're not her family anymore, and that her friends are her family. So, like, the chosen family sometimes, right? Sometimes it's easier to have people in your life that you're not related to, right? Versus putting up with people that you're related to for no reason other than you're related. Oh, so you're saying you agree with her thing? Yes. Because she's sampling that family is trash, blood is trash, and... I mean, sometimes. But those people that are like, yeah, they're mean to me, or I don't like them, or I don't... But, like, they're family, so... No. No. I'll be the first to drop them over. 2023. Just because you share DNA doesn't mean you have to, like, go along with their bullshit. No, and specifically now... Like right now, I feel like it's more crucial than ever to do exactly that because I feel like we're in a huge pivotal point where the family you're questioning about letting go is 99% of the time doing really bad shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not something that you can make work with the lifestyle we're moving into. Right. With what we're trying to do with the world. Think about it. If your car broke down or you ran out of gas, if your first thought is let me call my friends, not let me call my family member, then you don't need that family member. I agree. I agree. And I would not call one family member if I ran out of gas. You know who she calls? Me. The reliable I would. I would go get AAA, wait the three days before I could use it, and then use that before I got somebody. Camped out on the side of the road. You gotta be fucked up. I call non-emergency and be like, I'm stuck on the side of the road. Help. Send help. I have a baby. I just need someone to bring me a gallon of gas. Yeah, absolutely. I would find every other... Re- I would I would hitchhike. I would put my thumb yeah. up and be like, I need gas. Somebody help. Right. Before Versus I Versus being somebody. like, oh, my, I have a cousin that lives down the street, but I'm no. not calling them. Yeah, no. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. Not that guy. That's what I always think of. I think of like, if I was in a an emergency situation... 
Like, who's saving you? My first thought isn't, let me call my sister, or let me call my cousin, or Mm -hmm. if my first thought is, let me call my friends, Mm -hmm. then it's obvious who I need in my life, right? Yeah, I agree. Then those people are like, well, but it's family. You can't just cut them out. Yes, you can. Why? Where in this rule book of life does it say that if you're sharing DNA, you have to love them and support them? No, no, no. That... Don't even get me started on forced affection. No, because that goes back to, we did an episode about unconditional love and I, that I don't believe in it, that I, there are conditions to everything. And that just because they're family doesn't mean you have to deal with it. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely believe in unconditional love, but I definitely agree with that unconditional love is limited and the amount of people that is given to is very limited so like my family absolutely fucking not anybody else's family that treats them like shit absolutely not a second thought to anybody absolutely not no i feel like the whole unconditional thing should only be applied to somebody you gave birth to or contributed your dna to make them I mean, of course, I'm gonna. I love my son unconditionally, but it's not the only person, and at I'm not saying you can fall t- out of that. I would say at least until he's a teenager and he starts ripping your life apart. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel we're not getting into this whole uncon and this unconditional no, love no, no. thing. But we did that already. An unconditional love, it can be given, but I feel like it can be like fallen out of as well. Like you can take it back. Yeah. Like not yeah. necessarily at that very moment that something fucked up happens, but you can grow out of unconditional love. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, you know, it's a respect thing. Like you can slowly stop having respect for somebody. It doesn't right. have to happen right in one foul swoop. Yeah. Yeah. Just because somebody gets it at one point does not mean they're going to get it for the rest of their life. Right. We're changing every day. That's not really, no. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of touching on the forced affection in how it's like, glamorized to be like oh give hugs goodbye this is like at the front of my dome because of my son everyone Uh being like oh give me affection before i leave like not giving children or people the choice just expecting them to give what you want right with adults like people like huggers will hug people that aren't huggers i'm aware i know (laughs) myself included i know it's good um, to wrap her arms around me and I will purposely start picking things up. Like, oh, I can't hug you. Sorry. She's like, no, yes, oh, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly my point. Now we're too deep. We're too deep. We get hugs, 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 hugs. Um, But like huggers expect people who may not be huggers to give them the affection that they want, mm-hmm. regardless of the situation right. or dynamic of the relationship or whatever, you know, with kids, with adults, whatever. Uh-huh. I feel like that's a big family thing, too, because I always was forced to, okay, give her a hug. Tell her you love her. Give her a hug. And I'm like, I don't Yeah, like you'll hug somebody if you want to hug them. Right. Like that's just the end of it. And it's so, I don't know, it's so normalized that you're supposed to have that same goodbye with every single person. I don't Even though your relationship is different with every single person. I don't like it. Right. Right. Like I'm not going to hug my mom the same way that I hug the family I don't talk to. Why would I do that? Right. Like it's just simply different. I'm not going to hug you the same way I hug an acquaintance. Right. It's weird. Like I'm going to say adios amigo and then be on my merry way. Or I'm going to give you a hug and be like all right, babe, see you later. Love you, bye. You know, like, it's different. Right. Yeah, see, your son, I'm just going to make him give me high fives. High five. like, listen, high five. listen, if you don't want to hug me, it's cool, but you have to put your hand on my hand. High five at least. Right. Minimum. Although, I think I mentioned this already, the day we went to the lake, I showed up a little bit later, uh-huh. that little boy's face lit up, and he army crawled to me, and he stuck his arm up, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. I love it. See, and that's exactly how it is. Like, if that child or that person has a relationship with you, they'll do it willingly. Right. You don't have to do it. That was probably like the highlight of my milestone so far as an auntie. Yeah. He was hanging out and he was like, (gasps) (laughs) I love that. Best Best, like three seconds of my entire life. You're like, this is what I do all this work for. Right. This is why I hang out with you so much. All that gas money I'm going to be spending. (laughs) Another thing with, uh, especially now that I'm a parent is people being sleep deprived it's almost like oh i've been working so hard i only got right. an hour and a half of sleep last I've night been up for 30 yeah that's not a flex i don't no. care if you went to sleep at midnight and woke up at three i don't care right. something's wrong with you you shouldn't care either something's wrong with you if you are like yeah i only sleep 25 minutes a night <laughs> something is <laughs> wrong with you exactly boy it kind of goes go hand in hand with i've experienced this a lot since my brother has moved home mm-hmm. he will play 
play video games. I like I will get up when my alarm goes off at four a.m. Mm-hmm. and I swear he's still up playing video games and he'll sleep for ten minutes and then get ready for work. <laughs> Just a quick power nap. Right, or like I'll get up to use the bathroom at two in the morning and I can still hear him playing video games and I'm like, bruh, we have to go to work in four hours. Yeah, yeah. People that game hard, game hard. I can't do it. Can't. Gosh. Never. Here's the thing. I don't think the setup filter has time to play video games. I think he's too busy hiking and fishing. And supporting small businesses, apparently. Oh, yeah. And networking. Um, One thing also that the internet what that the internet has ruined what's that is the like the instant gratification the instant reply or the instant like or the you know that like somebody's paying attention to me that instant feeling of like yeah like satisfaction yeah versus this versus just doing it and you being satisfied because of what you did or even just like communication back in the day where it's like oh let me write a letter or let me pick up the phone if they're not home they're not going to answer it now there's cell phones and this and that and the other thing and if somebody doesn't reply to your text in two minutes you're like the fuck you're doing i know your phone's in your hand like red receipts right. like yeah Versus the, oh, well, I called their house, but they didn't answer, so we'll try again tomorrow. Like, having the boundary of just being, like, they're a human that have other shit going on. Right. You're like, I'm priority. I text you. Because of technology and the way things are, Mm -hmm. if I text you and you don't reply right away, what is wrong? Yeah, that is true. And I low-key hate it sometimes. I feel like it's the how quickly that got ruined it's how much how long or how short the messages are or call is yeah. it the punctuation used like emojis and shit mm-hmm. i feel like there's so many restrictions now on like expectations of how yeah. to communicate via like text or dms or whatever i have been because i am a fast like if i get a text i reply instantly mm-hmm. and then like i won't get anything back for like an hour and then i get upset like you take it personally because yeah. of this right so i have been trying to not read text the second I get them mm-hmm. or not that's reply good. the second I read them. Mm-hmm. So that's something else that I've been working on. How's it going? It's actually going pretty good, except that then I forget. I, what's saving me, I do the same thing, but this has been going on for me for a lot longer, obviously, because like, I'm really bad <laughs> at it I've sometimes. Known you. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> bad at it. But what saved me is Apple has the feature where you can like open a message and then mark the message again as unread. Yeah, so it'll still show that, notifications. Yeah, because I'll read it and be like, is this more priority? Like, do I need to watch this TikTok this very moment? Or is what I'm doing more important? Right. Or like, is I'll this something that I need to something. stop doing? Do I need right. to stop cooking dinner for a second to reply to this? Or can it wait? Yeah. That's exactly. So I'll see, I'll open it, see if it's a TikTok or see if it's something that I don't need mm-hmm. instant response for and then mark it as read again or mark it as yeah. unread and then I'll come back to it, you know? Because that was something I did for a long time too, like thinking everything's urgent. Right. Well, and everything and I, needs me right this second. I've noticed too that I just be spending too much fucking time on my phone, even at work. Like, you just catch yourself like on it, just like doing yeah. whatever, like random yeah. shit. Like, it'll start as a text that'll lead to, well, if I'm here, let me look at this real quick. Mm-hmm. And then, well, let me look at this other, oh, you know what? I forgot I was supposed to look this up. And it's like, it just goes into this whole thing. <laughs> You're like, matter of like, fact, let me just go through, pay my bills, do this. Versus, do, I hate some Make a grocery list. <laughs> right. Versus oh the, gosh. where I glance at it and flip my phone over because I was like, I don't need to reply to this person right now. Good, good. I feel like the only thing that saves me from that at my job specifically is that I am usually in charge of the music. Mm-hmm. So, like, my phone if i'm on it it'll like start cutting in and out or like you can tell that i'm on it you know right like through the speaker so like even if it's not like making ding noises or anything it's still like cutting in and out or like being like fidgety you know so yeah. that kind of babysits me babysits my phone time see i've also been watching this trial and i can't stop anything i have to just watch it <laughs> i was just but... about to say you could switch your phone to the notifications that i get where i now just get a report four times a day that's annoying versus no i'm just gonna because i have like i put my phone on do not disturb while Mm -hmm. i'm sleeping because i because if if it lights up one time i will wake up and i will be on my phone all night um i have i did set it to like a work thing Mm -hmm. but i still get all the notifications so i have to go in and like change the settings on that thing yeah Yeah, so that i just don't get notifications it doesn't like Mm -hmm. light up my screen the only thing that i get notifications for is text that's the only thing that i have yeah i have my bank i have so many notifications on my phone yeah i refuse that just stresses me i mean you (laughs) you got a little taste of what i experienced yeah i know another thing still logged in and driving me crazy 
<laughs> another spinoff of just change the conversation a little bit another thing that seems small but it's not is wine drinkers i feel like having a glass of wine and being a wine drinker and like having a glass of wine with dinner or going to wineries or being the person that orange orders like a glass of champagne at brunch or uh-huh. you know what i'm saying you're an alcoholic just as much as that motherfucker drinking too many blue paps blue ribbon right just in a because higher you're amount. drinking a bottle of wine a day but it's fine because it's only four glasses versus yeah, a bottle or like of really vodka. strong wine like but like yeah it's you're still an alcoholic yeah like they just make it look so aesthetically pleasing and like yeah. oh it's fine it's still doing the same damage of being an alcoholic just well, like right. anybody else it doesn't matter because i mean there it. there are people that have a glass of wine every day that's an alcoholic yeah just as much as if i have a beer day right if i have but a cocktail they, a day they glamorize the wine because it's luxury yeah it's like yeah. a luxury you're still item. an alcoholic yeah. And even I have a hard time falling for that because I love wine and it does make me feel fancy and it does make me feel like I'm not just drinking a Corona on a Tuesday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I definitely feel better when I drink wine in a different type of drunk, but it does not take away from the alcoholism behind it. Right. Like, it's you're still, still a chemical into your body that's altering your chemistry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And see, I have a very different personality when it comes to alcohol because I will not drink alone and I will not drink at home. Makes like sense. I just like I will make a drink at home and I'll like take two sips of it and i'm like why am i drinking this this isn't fun (laughs) like you drink to get drunk and have a good time like that's the part that you i'm a social drinker yeah yeah like i enjoy the social side of it so like i'm not gonna come home and have a drink for what you don't use it to like cope no which a lot of people do i use online shopping to cope. oh this is my relaxing i mean yeah actually online shopping is another thing this is the thing tiktok has ruined me with the online shopping they've made it so much easier to buy tiktok shop because you see an ad (sighs) shop now 40 percent off if i buy it through tiktok buy they got your ass that's what it's made for for people like you every shopping editions every time i just i hate how i will say dislike i hate how people look at shopping addictions differently than somebody who gambles or substance addictions yes i mean addiction right exactly i get the same high from pressing buy now is somebody As people do drinking. or people who like press gambling buttons or whatever right. yeah like even if you're buying something that you're not ever going to use or open or ever actually appreciate mm-hmm. it's just the fact of buying that thing it's that satisfaction feeling that oh, i have this i own right this. it doesn't yeah. matter if you use it or not that's not the point that you are getting it you know like you you could like wiggle away so that you could be like oh i'm buying it because of but realistically it's just another well it's like i got that um high frequency wand for my skin uh-huh. And I used it a oh, couple yeah. of times. Uh-huh. I couldn't tell you where it is. I forgot. You I thought about that. it the other day. I was like, I don't even know where this thing is. That's crazy, actually. It's in its box with all of its pieces somewhere. Just brand new. And... I mean, I used it a couple of times. I mean, at least you I used thought it. about it. I was like, oh, I should start using that again. But then I was like, I don't know where it is. Don't even know where it's at. Nope. I have a coworker that's really has a really bad shopping addiction. So I hear about it between you and my coworker. I hear about it constantly. And then I hear people that see people shopping addictions act like it's not a problem and i'm like it's just as much isn't a problem or an addiction as other things maybe it's not gonna kill you you calling me out on it Mm -hmm. because i second guess things a lot of times because of me because i also did something else what is it well gather together gather together y'all we're listening here Uh, listening children come gather around children it's story time oh shit i was on tiktok okay and I keep seeing these TikToks of this company that buys, um, like, returns tech. So, like, if you have a phone and you go trade it in for the new one, right. they buy, like, the old devices from carriers and stuff, and then they refurbish them and sell them for dirt cheap. Okay. I've been talking about wanting an Apple Watch, but I can't They bought just- a refurbished one. But I can't justify spending the seven hundred dollars. Right, they're expensive. So I bought a a third gen for a hundred bucks. I mean, that's not that bad. Definitely be worse. I mean, I hope you actually use your fucking Apple Watch, and I hope it's real. But (laughs) I waited weeks to actually go through the transaction because like you you had it conspiring for a long time. Because you were in my head. Good. But I need something. So we're, we just, you and I are on this fitness journey. Mm -hmm. We're on this app together. Baby steps. My problem 
is, especially at work, I will leave my phone on my desk and I will walk a lot. Mm-hmm. So it'd be nice to have something that tracks. That like holds you accountable. Versus being like, oh shit, let me grab my phone so it can track my steps. Yeah. Because I constantly walk away from my phone. Even the other day, I I went for a walk and I said, oh shit. Like I got outside and I was like, oh, I don't have my phone so I can't even track this walk. But mm-hmm. I'm not going back upstairs to get my phone. Right. I mean, no, it's definitely useful. And I hope that we stick to this little healthier lifestyle journey so that you can use it and you will like continue to use it. Because if so, that is a great purchase. I do. And $100 think that, is cheap. Right. That's compared the only reason to I got 700 it. Yeah. Because it was, so there was like a good condition version that was like $79 and the excellent, um, like whatever condition mm-hmm. was $99. And I said, I'll pay the extra to get an excellent condition one. Yeah. That's not that bad though. But I also don't need a brand new Apple Watch. No, I'm, I'm actually proud of you for not buying a brand new one because you are a very brand new bitch. I know. I just like, need it is... to keep track of my heart rate and to track where I'm going and what I'm doing. Um, yeah. Can we start planning hikes again? Uh, Long walk? Absolutely. <laughs> hikes when my son is ready. <laughs> Do you have a carrier? But you know what we have? We have a zoo yeah, pass. That's true. We need to start using that more. Yep. We got to start walking at the zoo. And I was sweating last time. Do you work a do you do you have a holiday weekend this weekend? I do. Oh shoot. Okay. We'll figure we'll something, figure out. something out. Yep. <laughs> Jinx, give me a soda, bitch. Um I don't drink soda. Something that I don't me either. Oh, I just forgot it again. Oh, something that I may or may not feed into. Mm-hmm. Completely separate from the being healthy is the whore lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Because I it I feel like it's a very thin line between saying the way of the world is to be a whore uh-huh. or to live that whole life or to be very sexual and represent yourself that way and uh-huh. be very confident in your body and just do the wildest of wild things, right? Uh-huh. That isn't it's not that... necessarily a healthy way to live your life. Yeah, I was like, usually that is because again, you're running away from something. It's an addiction. It's self harm. It's you know, there's other things right. to it. Yeah. So that being confident and doing what you want to do, that part perfectly fine, hundred percent. Do that, but don't do it because you th- see these fire people living that lifestyle. Don't do it because of them, and that you aspire. I feel to be like a lot of these. Um, I don't know, like overly sexual people that are on the internet that are the um like the OnlyFans girls, mm-hmm. a lot of porn actresses and actors, a lot of the times they're overcompensating for something else in their life that they're not confident about. Yeah, and I feel like that's true with there's a difference between being confident in yourself and overcompensating for something else happening. No, I agree with that hundred percent. And people definitely hide a hide behind sex work. Because mm-hmm. your body is your body. On the right. internet you can fake anything you want, right? You can so be like whoever you want to be on the internet yeah so like more power to you go make money however you make money i'm quite frankly i'm jealous i mean or whatever but listen, you know what i'm I'll saying there's some feet pics i'm not yeah there's definitely it. a line that i feel is very easily crossed because it's mm-hmm. so it's like the thing to go against what other people want you to do right right so you're like oh be it's conservative like be, cover the yourself rebel. do this do that and you're like mm, actually i'm gonna do the fucking opposite and right. go like completely you know yeah. left with it and do that exactly that be everything that they don't want you to be mm-hmm. that could be fine but again, very gray area there. Right. Because it's like, okay, you have some sort of trauma that you're acting out. Right. Like, I lived that lifestyle. Like, I self-harm with my body. Like, I'm aware of this. This is a lifestyle that I live. Mm-hmm. And I'm pro, pro, like, or pro, like, very sexual, open, do whatever you want to do. But I know what comes with that and how a lot of people get there. Mm-hmm. So right. it's not, like, I just woke up one day and I was like, ooh, I want my body count to be 150. No, right. you don't. It's you were trying. Trying to fill something that you were missing. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. And I feel like that's the part that people don't talk about. So they're like, oh, it's fine if I just act this type of way. It's right. And cream. Like, no, babe. Babe, it's not like that. Sorry to it. Right. it to you. Go yeah, see what I you feel want, it. But don't compare yourself to them. Because that is not yeah. necessarily another healthy thing. It's well, just I feel like, again, pretty on the outside. I know? feel like we definitely live in a generation where a lot of like porn is glamorized, which is nothing wrong with porn. Mm-hmm. 
but it's getting like to the point where it's like 13 year olds are dressing like they're 26 that's not okay yeah and because of the internet trauma and parents going to happen to these children and and it's not gonna be good wanting their kids to be famous or to be noticed they're letting them then use their body right in appearance to get that so Mm -hmm. the parent is enabling the child to let and then the other side of that is adults look at them the 13 year old that gets pregnant she doesn't know who the dad is because her parents were too busy drinking and doing drugs to pay attention to her that's also like a side of it that's like just be better people so that you raise better people yeah most definitely not that like getting pregnant in a young age is necessarily a bad thing but like could you imagine having a child at 13 no and that's just it it just comes with shit and the people don't talk about what it comes with right they just glamorize this thing yeah they glamorize the the sexuality they glamorize the looks they glamorize the clothes Mm -hmm. and it's like right but that child is 13 not 25 if she was 25 do it it's all with the mindset of oh you gotta start them young right oh you gotta teach them while they're young oh you gotta make sure they know what they're getting into young teaching them what to be weary about in the real world does not mean throwing them into the thing that you want them to be worried about but see opposite of that are the people that are afraid of everything so they make their kids afraid of everything there are two very different spectrums on here and i feel like there's very few people living in the middle i feel like it's always to the left and then always to the right there's no right, right. yeah the middle class is very small in these circumstances yeah oh shit it's rough it's rough out here honestly and it sucks seeing that because you see yeah both sides very aggressively you know yeah well, and typically it's one that's just like one like, cares too much and one doesn't care enough i mean even going to like the toddlers and tiaras show it's about mm. toddler beauty pageant yeah you're teaching your child at a very young age that they weren't pretty enough to win they have fake teeth fake hair fake nails they're four <laughs> that is pretty fucked up though yeah it's wild yeah, that is kind of crazy. Like, I could not imagine like, having a four-year-old and make, well, we got to put your hair in and we got to put your teeth in and we got to put your lashes on. I, I cannot imagine what? that. A four-year-old. It's, it's wild. Yeah, that's insane. The world's a wild place, you guys. It really is. I never thought about the beauty pageant one until you just worded it like that. Because I don't hear about it. Like, I've never heard about a baby pageant outside of oh, me being in one. There's a, you were in a baby pageant? Yeah. Oh, no, there's a show on TLC called Toddlers and Tiaras, and that's what it's about. It's about so these, weird. like, child beauty pageants. It's so weird. It is. It's like, who you has the most beautiful baby? Everybody thinks they have the most beautiful baby. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, the question to these people that are voting are, like, right. who has is, the prettiest Which one of child? these five-year-olds looks the most fake? Because I want you to Google right now Toddlers and Tiaras and look at what these ch- They look like dolls. Toddlers and tiaras and go to images and look at these children because they look okay why was this why was the second search toddlers and tiaras death somebody died on the show okay that's where honey boo boo got famous oh these kids are turning into like actual fake dolls like yeah they look like dolls it's so creepy yeah like actually yeah i could no it's definitely a weird thing i mean we just talk about this child literally bikini I literally have that pulled up. My question is, what is your question? Where did, I don't have a question. I'm just confused. <laughs> I don't have a question. You guys broke her. I just don't fucking get it. I okay, y'all. I deadass just Googled. Her. If you don't know, Google toddlers and tiaras right now. Because while we're talking about it, if you're looking at the same pictures that I'm looking at, this shit is like actually insane. In a lot of the clothing, I understand how people are like, oh, you're sexualizing the clothing hmm Yes, I get that. Yes. And I get that that's a huge part that adults do, and it's disgusting. I get that. But these kids are also not in t-shirts and shorts. No. They're not in ball gowns. They're not in Barbie dresses. Some of them dresses. are in ball gowns. Okay, well, the ones that I'm looking at are not But ball a lot gowns. of them are these in these, are... like, bikinis and yeah. thigh-length what you, dresses. What you imagine, like, low-key bodybuilders wearing. Yeah. And these kids have spray tans and yeah, that's what I'm saying. Insane amount of hair extensions. They have fake teeth, Cheyenne. They're called flappers. They stick them in before each pageant. That's insane. Why are you trying to have a four-year-old that looks like a twenty-six-year-old? 
in a four-year-old's body. So look up toddlers and tiaras before and after makeup because some of these kids before. don't look anything like themselves. And after. It's just so weird. Can you? I don't know. Can you see this one? Yeah. Weird. It's, a, it's two different. It's a girl yeah. and a doll. Yeah. Two different kids. Yeah. It's crazy. I could never. Not a fan. Not to Not mention a fan. the amount of money these people spend. Not a fan. No. Not a fan. Nope, nope, nope. Don't make it. And I feel like it goes all the way up. Like, it doesn't stop at four-year-olds. No. Like, the baby pageant that I was in, I was a baby. Like, I'm talking like I was probably like one or two. One, probably, when I was in this beauty pageant or younger. Mm-hmm. But it starts at least from that point all the way up until... They're adults. Yeah, they're adult. Like, it doesn't stop. That's so weird. Yeah. We're literally choosing to vote on which child is most attractive. That's literally what it is. What? That doesn't make any sense. No, it's disgusting. Anyway, getting this off my phone. Next. <laughs> That's too much. I broke her, you guys. Too far. She's, she's never heard of this before. I broke her. I have not. And I need you know. It was I won't listen, I won't bombard you with new things while we're recording. Oh gosh, yeah, especially stuff like that where I'm just like now she's gonna go down a rabbit hole when we're done. I sk- I went right off of it. I already have enough things that I am so against my son having access to, or like yeah. being a part of, and that is just another one of those things where I like mean, a bunch of adults are saying it's okay to judge what children look like. I mean, you're child- not judging the makeup artist. If they were, they could have done that on an adult. Right. Your child, though, he is, he's special. Yeah, he is. And that's exactly why he's not going to be tarnished by this shit. That's not One of my coworkers, the one that has the daughter. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I told him that, like, when they're older, maybe they can date or something. I don't know. We'll see. Um, But today, because, you know, on your iPhone, like, when you swipe over to like where the weather and shit is there'll be like a banner and it has like random photos on it uh-huh. did yours do that uh it did i definitely had to take mine off because uh the pictures were questionable oh. sometimes well today when i was at work there was a picture of your son that popped up and i was like oh and it was when he was like little little and i was like mm-hmm. so little and then um my cobra were standing there and i was like look at my boy he's so little <laughs> And he's like, dang, he was super cute when he was, like, a baby baby. Yeah, he was very... And I go, listen, the day she gave birth, I was nervous to get the first photo. Yeah, because he could have been an alien. I don't think newborn babies are cute. No, they're aliens. They're literally aliens. Squished, mushy, little balls of alien. But then your boyfriend sent us all the first picture, and I said, oh my god, he's gorgeous. (laughs) No, he was very cute. He was a so very I cute little question, baby. I was like, what if I'm going to have to lie to her and be like, yeah, he's so cute. Like, he looks like a potato. I was also worried about that. That's my because biggest fear about having children, just so you guys are aware. They're just like blobfish, you know what I'm saying? Like, they've been in there, they've been soaking and marinating, and right, then they like just come out. Right, like their skin's like wrinkly. Yeah, this is like, they're not meant for the outside world yet. That's simply mm-hmm. just it. Mm-hmm. So when you come in from a swimming pool from ten months, you don't. It makes me nervous. You don't look the same. It makes me so nervous. But it's okay. Babies grow into it. What if I have an ugly baby? Babies only stay ugly for a minute, and it'll be your baby. It won't be that. Ugly. It won't be ugly to you. I don't know. I've seen some really ugly babies. But when it's <laughs> your baby, you just see who have grown into really strange-looking toddlers. So. <laughs> Uh okay we are we, we done this rabbit we hole we're done we have yeah I was like we've gone too far thus has uh, gone too moral, far moral of the story the internet ruins the world and just because it's glorified does not mean that it's good yes right if everybody jumped off a bridge would you don't answer that because I already know your answer <laughs> that's it that's okay it. I gotta go bye. okay bye.